This is the Live Well Talk on heart and vascular care expansion. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at UniPoint Health St. Luke's Hospital. Uh, St. Luke's Hospital has been recognized as a leader uh, in the uh, nation as well as in the community for innovation and advanced heart and vascular care. And on Monday this week, St. Luke's announced that they would be expanding a $25 million project to expand heart and vascular care services within the Nassif Heart Center. Joining me today to discuss this expansion uh, and how it will benefit the community and patients, Dr. Richard Kettlecamp, Medical Director of St. Luke's Heart Care Services, and Dr. David Lawrence, Vascular Surgeon with Physicians Clinic of Iowa and St. Luke's Hospital. Uh, welcome, Dr. Kettlecamp, Dr. Lawrence. Glad to be here. Yes, thanks, Thank you. Dustin. You know, hospitals are constantly expanding and building, and it's like road construction in Iowa. So what, what, what is different about this uh, expansion? Well, I'll start. Um, it, it just continues the commitment that St. Luke's has had for providing excellent heart care for, for the future. You know, the heart care program started over 40 years ago, and they've always been innovative and advancing technologies. There's been a, a large advance in vascular and cardiac care uh, over the years, and it seems like all the innovations seem to occur there. And so in order to keep up with all that, all the changes that are occurring, St. Luke's is really getting behind it by improving and adding and creating some capital improvements that are really needed for that. And there's been a lot of advancement in heart care um, as far as the, what we call structural heart, right? Um, which, I mean, I kind of refer to as mentally invasive heart so people can understand what's going on. Sure. Uh, I'm no Sir William Harvey, but I do know that there are blood vessels attached to the heart. And that's why Dr. Lawrence is here. And so there's been a lot of innovation in your specialty as well over the years. So this this is kind of going to bring together those two on uh, in a single location, one-stop shopping, if you will. Um, tell us about the how you see this benefiting the community, Dr. Lawrence. Well, I think uh, in terms of uh, peripheral vascular care, uh, in a lot of ways, the, the innovations that have uh, happened in the uh, – cardiac space, um, the same type of process happened in vascular, but it was compressed into a, a shorter period of time. Uh, and from that standpoint, it's always felt to me like there's been this just continued rapid acceleration of, of innovation. And uh, the key thing from a vascular standpoint is that um, we have a, a single operator that tends to do the minimally and the maximally invasive aspects of our of our specialty. Um, so because of that, I think we were looking for ways to combine the benefits of, uh, of minimally invasive or endovascular care with uh, uh, what most people would consider to be regular surgery. And the kind of, uh, of spaces that are going to be uh, developed as part of this project are really uh, tailored to, uh, to providing that, um, you know, in, in the best way possible. Uh, and that's uh, what is generally referred to as a hybrid OR, um, you know, that allows you to combine, uh, you know, minimally invasive interventions with maximally invasive surgery in a single setting um, to be most efficient uh, for the care of the patient. It, it's kind of like, um, remember when the, they went from you would go into the labor and delivery room to birthing suites, you know, they kind of made it more uh, efficient. You stayed in one room. So they're, it's, they're, it's similar in a way that you're making it more patient-centric, more efficient, uh, consolidating subject matter experts in one one area of the hospital, one building. Exactly. Uh, 
Now, also the you know the the technology is pace. I remember putting in permanent pacemakers in the ninety nine two thousand, and some of them had the ability to measure blood glucose because they were putting it in with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the innovations with pace. Now, there's going to be a second. Uh, pacemaker lab or electrophysiology lab as well, correct? Right, right. And that's a, a very big area of growth, you know, kind of the couple areas of growth that we see in cardiovascular care, vascular, obviously, Dr. Lawrence, um, structural, and then EP or electrophysiology. Those are really big areas where we're seeing an expansion. And it, part of it's our, you know, our aging population. That's a big part of this as well. And then, of course, innovation, as as Dave was mentioning. Now, the... the hybrid hybrid excuse me of the this or will this allow like same day surgeries more i know your specialty has advanced both of you have advanced tremendously these same day procedures patients go home that day etc compared to like i remember when my dad had open heart surgery here he's like in the top 15 you know he was here like two weeks he had no complications because that's just what they did back then you know and um you know, now that's shortened dramatically. Is Are you going to see this influence length of stay on for patients? Will they be able to get home sooner? Well, currently we're seeing 70% of our, our heart patients going home the same day. Vascular about the same? or I would say so uh, from the standpoint of, uh, of minimally invasive. Uh, there's some of the procedures that we would most benefit from a hybrid space uh, often require a one-night stay. Um, but okay. I mean, there's, a, there's a, there is a significant percentage of those patients that could go home the same day, uh, but there are some um, payer model requirements that uh, um, some of these uh, some of these procedures are just an inpatient only procedure uh, from a uh, Medicare standpoint, which of course the majority of our population. If those rules were to be modernized, uh, certainly uh, we could increase that percentage of, of same day surgery from that standpoint as well. Now the project twenty five million dollars. Which, you know, to simple country doctors like Dr. Lawrence and I, that's a lot of money. I know the vast Kettle Camp fortune, that's, you know, probably insignificant, but that but that is a lot of money and that's a big project. Uh, how long is it going to last? How, how over what period of time yeah, are they going to be yeah. doing this? It's going to be in 2025. Okay. The project right. will be completed. And we won't lose any space or, or uh, have to cut back on the other services during that time. No, we won't. A lot of this focus has been on on invasive and and minimally invasive treatments, but there's a real focus on on imaging, on our uh, non-invasive vascular imaging and and echocardiac imaging and so forth. So there's a real emphasis on that as well. Excellent. Yeah, and if I could, I could just add uh, yeah. from an imaging standpoint, this is an opportunity to modernize uh, the equipment that we do use for procedures. Uh, uh, that uh, right now, while while certainly uh, adequate and uh, really excellent. But, uh, you know, as there are innovations in technique, there are also innovations in imaging technology. And so this is an opportunity to uh, update to the uh, latest and greatest, if you will. Always the best. Uh, Nothing but the best for you two. That's what I, you know, I say that all the time. (laughs) Uh, Once again, that was Dr. Uh, Richard Kettlecamp and Dr. Uh, David Lawrence. Uh, Thank you for joining me today to discuss the expansion of heart and vascular services here at St. Luke's. If you'd like more information on St. Luke's heart and vascular care services, visit unipoint.org backslash heart care. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.